Hi friends, this is Cheryl from Tutoring with Cheryl, and I actually just got back from jury duty. Yes, I got my summons in the mail. You need to report. This is the second time in two years, so I'm kind of hoping that my name gets uh, withdrawn from the pool for a while, but I think until you serve, you're an active member of the pool. It's always interesting to show up for those things because... um, you know, you kind of look around the crowd. Do I know anybody here? All these people are from my county. Do I know uh, the person who's going to be, you know, in fighting for whatever they need to have, whatever their issue is? And I didn't know anybody. I knew uh, I knew one one person in the room, and that's um, because they were. Um, well, actually two, two boys that uh, were neighboring children, but we didn't really do anything as family. So honestly, I didn't really know anybody in the room other than the district uh, clerk uh, because I go in to pay my taxes and I've seen her in the building. So that was it. Showed up, uh, was short, sweet, to the point, and it looks like it's just going to be a two-day trial. So, But every time you go, you just are so thankful that we have a justice system that, um, you know, whether you agree with it or not, that you have a pool of your peers. And um, I think that, that says a lot. And I know many other countries have that. So yay, yay for our justice system. Sometimes it works in your favor, sometimes it doesn't. But I just got to say I'm really really glad that we have it. So that was just kind of a little offshoot since that just happened this morning. I'm in my office. I'm I'm kind of getting ready for an event for tomorrow, which I was kind of worried I wasn't going to get to go to because I thought, gosh, if I'm on this jury pool and I'm way over in this other town and it takes me 45 minutes to get to the community event that I plan to be at, I don't know if I can get to the community event, but I can I can get there, so I'm excited. And so uh, what I'm what I'm uh, preparing for is our trick or trunk at a local church that I am not a member of, but that I really love their pastor and their congregation members. Many of them are my friends. Um, I just happen to go to a church that's closer to my house, and. Um, so my friend is the secretary there, and I just called her and I said, "Hey, I saw that you guys were having it. Can I can I come and hand out you know things for the kids?" So um, I'm actually not going to be working on everything right now. I've prepped a couple pieces of material. I have a job that I am. Uh, my son did not ask me to do this. He never asks me to come over to be his gardener. But I see uh, he's got this raspberry bush in the back of his lawn, and. You know, I love raspberries just like the next person, but it was a little overgrown, so I'm out there tackling it, and I think we're just going to get it a little bit, to be a little bit more manageable size, and um, just to kind of cut out that extra growth. So I'm going to go back over and work a little bit more on it today. I didn't have enough time to really give it the justice that it needed um, yesterday. um, It was, I was so hot and sweaty. I, it got warmer than I had anticipated, and um, I had too many layers of clothing on. Um, and I got very warm and then uh, the guys needed me to haul them to another field. And I had a three o'clock appointment that I didn't want to miss. And by the time I got back home, I was drenched with sweat. My face was purple. I'm like, I have to take a quick shower before I hop onto this online meeting. And I showed up with wet hair and a very red face, but you know what? I showed up and because that's what because I had made this commitment. I, 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 if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And so, um, it was a little tense there for me for a bit, but I, I did manage to get there breathless, red faced and uh, wet, wet hair. But yeah, 
anyway, that's another story for another day. But back to this Halloween event, because I'm excited about it. Um, I, Halloween itself doesn't excite me, but seeing kids do, does. And, you know, showering them with love. So at this event, I'm popping popcorn and I'm, um, I've got... Uh, the butter popcorn and salt flavoring for the shaky stuff. Um, I'm just going to keep it simple this year. Last year I made sweet popcorn, but it took me a long time to do that. So uh, I knew I was going to be a little pushed for time. So I'm going to pop the popcorn, bag it up, and then I've got uh, two activity pages that I created myself. Um, I got um, two commercial licensed um, clip art pieces. One's a pumpkin, and uh, so I've got... um, who gave me that on the page. And then another one's a little Frankenstein, who I also gave credits uh, for, but on the pumpkin, it's an activity where the kids can either color or paint it. And then I have little pieces that they can cut out and add for a face if they want to do that. And uh, the other one is a little Frankenstein picture and he's holding some spiders. And I just said, write a story about Frankenstein and his spider friends and share it with a friend. Be sure to color Frankenstein and add his background. Have fun, have a fun Halloween and stay safe. But here's the thing. If you're a tutor because I never really know who my audience is. So I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're a tutor, make sure that you put your contact information on there. So I have my website, but I also put um, on one of my pages, I have both of my little, um, oh, now it escapes me, uh, the scan disc thingy. That's not what it's called. Oh, gosh darn it. Now I can't read. QR code. There we go. I have my QR codes on there. And the other one, I just have the one QR code. And then I'd already um, taken up some bookmarks to the school but I pretty sure I took my fall bookmark there so I'm taking my uh Halloween bookmark this time um and I will just make about a hundred of those and have those ready to hand out so the kids will get an activity page bookmark if they want them and then a bag of candy and I'm only making a hundred because that's all I prepared for when I run out I run out but um you know, you just prepare for what you can, what you think. Um, and if you run out, you feel bad about it, but that's okay. I, I will maybe take a few other things, uh, just in case. Um, yeah, so we'll just wait and see. Um, so I'm excited about the event. Um, I always love connecting with local families and, uh, learning names and putting names to faces. And I have to tell you when I show up, I get phone calls and, um, I'm not a good fit for everybody. As a matter of fact, I think I'm not really sure if I'm a good fit for the person that, um, contacted me yesterday. And I would love to help. I would love to help every child, but I know my parameters. And I think that's, uh, what I've learned over the past, three years of doing this, two years with um, a, a national company, and then uh, last year on my own, and this is my second year on my own as my own private tutor, um, tutoring business. I think I've just learned that, you know, you, I absolutely could do what these people are asking me to do. I had a request for a sixth grader in reading and math. And yeah, I actually, the reading, I would totally love to do. The math I don't want to do because I'm not a mathematician and because I, it's been so many years since I taught sixth grade math specifically and they get into the algebra and some of the geometry that I just, I haven't taught for a while. I don't want to say that I can produce results on something that, you know, I might not be able to actually produce results on. Plus it would require many more, um, or I was going to say hours, but more time outside of um, my normal prep time. And, you know, I think if I was going to agree to that, I'd have to increase my price just because I know I would be spending longer um, getting ready to support the student. So, you know, I, I think we just have to just define what 
are you willing to support kids with? And she and the parent agreed. She was also talking with another teacher. And I said, you know, I'm happy to help with the, the reading, the language arts, the writing and all that. Um, but the other stuff, I, I think I'm going to leave to somebody else. And here's the other thing. Um, and I team tag on a student down in Texas uh, that um, one of my one of my colleagues sent my way. She does the reading and I do the math. This kid has totally turned the table on on how he's doing because one of us is really focusing on the math one of us is really focusing on the reading and I happen to be focusing on the math with him because she asked me if I'd cover the math and that's when my focus was math and um, he's still hanging in there with me now he'll stay with me if, if they want to stay with me for a while they can I'll keep him through fifth grade and then after that I will find a very dedicated and knowledgeable tutor to recommend to them um, and send him on or I will again say well I can help but it's going to cost you more because I'm going to have to do my homework so they'll have their options and that's okay um, as long as they understand that Um, so hopefully everything works out and and that's just those are just kind of those lessons learned but well I guess it's a little bit about like being the the person uh, that was um, going to court today Um, when I said lessons learned I mean uh that might be what I call this too, um, because we do learn our lesson. We learn what we're capable of. I'm capable of a lot, but then we have to decide what exactly do you want to support kids in? Where is your passion? And going into this, I have to tell you, I said this before, I'm going to say it again. I really thought I was passionate about helping kids with math because I was a struggling math student um, and I and I knew all the tricks and I knew all the fun things. But then when you sit down and you're doing that all day and then you throw in Common Core and I have to show them three or four different ways to do something, that lost its appeal very quickly uh, for me because I don't want to be giving kids that many opportunities because that they really just need to focus on one way that works best for them. And I found it quite frustrating to be working with different grade levels um, on the math. Now, if I would just specifically say second and third um, and only cater to second and third graders in math, uh, I, I might really just be blossoming my business. But I decided that after I t- uh, started to tackle reading and, um, oh gosh, I just love it when a kid can learn how to read. I'm telling you what, when that, when when they crack the code, I always call it cracking the code, but when they figure it out and they figure out the sounds and they, the, well, they identify the letters, they figure out the sounds, they figure out the sound combinations, they learn kind of the rules that go with the standard rules and then the irregular rules for those irregular words uh, or those tricky words. Um, I can tell you, it's just amazing. And, and, and to have the kid that was absolutely not able to read or refusing to read because it was such a struggle now doing so well oh what a feeling so yeah that's really where I'm supporting kids in and not it's not I always say I'm a reading tutor but there's more to the reading than that there's the spelling there's the writing and so I integrate all of those pieces into what I'm doing um and I probably need to make that a little bit more clear as well but uh that goes hand in hand and so my audience if somebody's reaching out to me they know me they trust me they like me and they're not asking a bunch of questions they're they might be asking what is my hourly rate and do i have any availability to help their child and whatever and then boom we're started um because they did their homework they can you can go to my 
website and you can look me up, midwesttutor.com. You can go to YouTube, Tutoring with Cheryl. You can go to my link tree, uh, Cheryl Euling. My last name's a little tricky. Um, you can go um, and find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on uh, X. Is that what it's called now? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm all over. I'm even on TikTok. I think I get the biggest following on TikTok. So I don't know if that's just because there's a lot of people out there. I haven't gone viral or anything. But when I look at my playthrough rates on my videos, people actually sit there longer to watch them. And um, I get more views on TikTok than I even do on Instagram. But um, I do have to say that I'm, I'm just really honored to be able to do what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm not sad that I didn't leave the classroom sooner. I'm just glad that when I left, I created this amazing learning opportunity, not only for myself, but for the kids that I get to support. And so if I have any family members that are listening, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much for considering me as a resource for your child. I love them all. They all come with their unique talents, their unique little personalities, um, and they're just so much fun to watch uh, as they grow and blossom into the little adults that they're becoming. Uh, most of them are still little people. Okay, well, you know what? That raspberry bush is calling my name and I'm going to, my goal today is to get that finished and then come home and finish prepping for uh, this fun Halloween event uh, that is in my own community, a place that I hold near and dear to my heart, the community that I taught in for 32 years. So I get to go back and see former students and their children and uh, get to bring a smile to their faces. Uh, But as usual, you guys go and make it a great day and keep the learning going.